technology shapes and influences every aspect of our lives today, and we're only beginning to scratch the surface of understanding how it will radically change the way we live and work in the future. Coming up... What we have seen in the last year or year and a half is the demand from the mobile operators to request our company to not only manage passive infrastructure like just purely the mast. Some mobile operators have started asking us, why don't you also take care about our antennas? Why don't you also take care about our radio units? But also, why don't you take care about both? the front hole and part of the back hole towards the network. You're listening to the Future Rhythmic Podcast with Michael Hainsworth, a Nokia original series. Providers recognize the complexity and power of 5G means they can't go it alone. Multiple vendors and other partners are required to fulfill the promise of ultra-reliable low-latency communications. But the need to partner doesn't begin and end with edge cloud computing companies or hardware manufacturers utilizing the open radio access network. CSPs need to leave their comfort zones, and that starts at the top, both the top of the C-suite and the tower. Cellnex owns infrastructure at more than 71,000 sites, with plans to almost double that figure across Europe. Its Global Product Strategy and Innovation Director, Jose Antonio Aranda, sees the neutral host as a key ally in a CSP's 5G future. So what is a neutral host? In the end, uh, the neutral host uh, refers to the independent infrastructure company, but specifically uh, refers to the company that offers uh, open access to the mobile operators and other wireless operators in a specific country uh, to have higher connectivity. I will just add a little bit of uh, what are uh, the added value that a neutral host uh, will provide. Uh, basically, in Europe, all neutral hosts across the different countries uh, provides more than uh, 100,000 towers uh, across uh, the, the continent to provide connectivity to millions of Europeans. Uh, another important aspect of neutral hosts is the, the possibility of offering an industrial wholesale model uh, uh, to offer to the mobile operators to host their services. Also, one of the things that I, I think is relevant from a neutral host perspective is that it reduces the time to market from the services from the mobile operators because of that neutrality. Uh, as well, uh, and we will talk afterwards, uh, one important thing is the capability of uh, this industry, of uh, neutral hosts in general, uh, to provide long-term investment. Uh, and that's something that will be critical for 5G. Sometimes also we talk about a uh, collocation ratio. So the amount of mobile operators that a neutral host can have. Normally, a neutral host has twice the number of uh, mobile operators in their towers. Uh, and the, the last thing that I would uh, like to, to uh, mention is that uh, also one of the key aspects of the host, a neutral host, is that it reduces the infrastructure cost from the mobile operators once they share infrastructure. Some neutral hosts would be focused more on the fiber optic rollout and fiber to the home type technologies. But for Cellnex, as I understand it, you're really about the towers and the associated equipment that's hanging off them, correct? 
Correct. Uh, we're all about the towers, but it's true that uh, little by little in the last few years, we have been uh, trying to extend our um, offering to the mobile operators to other type of assets. Uh, for instance, one of the things that uh, uh, we have been uh, required by the mobile operators is also uh, to provide support also for their metropolitan offices and uh, their uh, regional offices. So there are sort of small data centers or medium data centers that they have uh, across the country. But not only that, also uh, they have requested us to connect them. So we have been started investing in Fiverr to connect those data centers uh, and also those data centers to the towers as well. But also um, as part of the, the, the rollout of 5G, uh, we have started uh, implementing uh, new small cells. That's an area that we have uh, been deploying with the mobile operators already for 5G, but with uh, uh, for 4G, we have already done so. Outdoor, uh, but also updating their towers, uh, uh, rooftops, 5G macros to enable uh, services. Uh, one other thing that um, uh, we see that uh, it's, it's an opportunity for the mobile operator and the partnership with the neutral host is the possibility of uh, start densifying areas. So going to city centers, providing coverage in uh, places where they have a lot of um, communication demand, like stations, airports, uh, malls, and that's an area that uh, also is, is another growth for the mobile operators. And the last thing that I will mention is also one area that we see is supporting the delivery of the services with the mobile operators in different areas. Tell me how the business evolved, because traditionally, tower companies just provided the mast. You're, you're correct, and, and, and I completely agree with you. And that's where we come from. We come from providing real estate based tower co, uh, but uh, uh, what we have seen in the last year or year and a half is the demand from the mobile operators to request uh, our company to not only manage uh, adjacent assets, as we mentioned, or passive infrastructure, like just purely the mast. Uh, some mobile operators have started asking us, why don't you also take care about our antennas? Why don't you also take care about our radio units, but also the basements that you have there? And also one of the uh, important aspects is why don't you take care about both the front hole and part of the uh, back hole towards the network? And that has uh, helped us, helping us uh, starting thinking of, okay, we uh, are going to move from that specific model of being a, a tower company to what we call an augmented tower co. This sounds like a bean counter's best dream ever. The idea that any given telecommunications company wouldn't have to worry about the capital expenditure associated with building towers or managing the antennas that are attached to them and dealing with the, the rollout of, of fiber and managing metropolitan offices. They can redeploy that cash to expand their organization elsewhere. And that's where you fill the void. Correct. Uh, and in fact, uh, one of the things that um, uh, we could provide is also the possibility of investment and uh, help the mobile operators um, reducing the total cost of ownership. How? Uh, because we could foresee and anticipate future sharing 
uh, of a specific uh, must. And when we buy the must, uh, we flat the cost of that mast and we make the uh, mobile operator pay a very reduced amount that you can uh, extrapolate across 10, 15 years uh, instead of having to invest in a CapEx uh, one shot. So you had mentioned one particular issue that's associated with 5G that is really critical, which is that you are rolling out smaller cell sites in metropolitan areas. As we move from that centralized world to a decentralized one, I can imagine companies like Cellnex would benefit from the demand for things like edge cloud, near edge cloud, ultra low latency that 5G offers as a CSP. I would be, you know, my head would be pounding at the thought of having to roll out all of these small cell sites myself. I can just turn to you. I agree. And we see this happening already. Um, uh, we have examples in France, for instance, with Week uh, Telecom, uh, where when they're uh, defining the strategy to deploy those eight data centers that you mentioned, they have relied on that to build them, but also to maintain the old ones. Uh, and, uh, and you see more and more mobile operators are implementing this strategy, but it's true that the amount of nodes that they are deploying are less than 100, depending on the size of the country. Um, but we see that uh, as we are a neutral host and the presence of a, a neutral host like Celnex uh, is uh, uh, more than 100,000 towers, that capillarity uh, will provide a, an important a competitive advantage for us to deploy closer to our antennas that its computing capabilities and offer to the mobile operators also to share. And that uh, is opening us a, a very interesting framework where uh, we see not only offering uh, the, the edge computing capabilities uh, to the MNOs, but also going with the MNOs to third parties to offer uh, edge computing capabilities, such as uh, enterprises uh, for uh, the installment of private networks or uh, installment of neutral hosts, um, DAS distributed antenna systems in uh, stadiums that can also add on top of the infrastructure edge computing capabilities. Tell me about that and the competition that's um, inherent in this new rollout. If I was a CSP, why would I want to share towers with a competitor, particularly when it comes to some of the next generation services that you might experience if you went to a, a football game or a baseball game at a stadium or any other kind of large event? This is a very good question. and. Uh, uh, if we talk about stadium, what it is currently happening is that the mobile operators go there to serve and to provide coverage to the crowd normally uh, once every two weeks for one, two, three hours. So the feasibility or, or yes, uh, not the feasibility, but uh, the, the rationale by investing in a lot of towers in that area is not as if it were an area that you have all, all day long coverage. That's basically the business model. Uh, if we have a neutral host where uh, Celnex could provide the infrastructure across the entire um, stadium, for instance, and you share among the four mobile operators, you have that capability shared and therefore the cost will increase. I will not say by four if you are four mobile operators, but uh, but but by a lot, 
And at the same time, uh, you have the possibility to differentiate yourself. So you can say, Mr. Selnex, I want to have double antennas in this space. Uh, and therefore, uh, uh, despite we have a specific coverage, we can have ad hoc dimensioning for specific mobile operators when required. And that's the balance that they need to evaluate. What about Industry 4.0 applications? We know that for the ultra-low latency that's required for machine-based control, that you're going to have to install a lot of microsites within the campus of any given factory setting or, or what have you. Is that the kind of environment you go into, or do the CSPs still have to knock on the door of the automaker and say, trust us, we've got a great idea? At the moment in Europe, the reality is that the mobile operator ha has to go and knock the, the door. Why? Because at the moment, there are few uh, a few countries where you have a specific spectrum allocated to the industry. Uh, countries like Germany, uh, and it, it is a spray, but at this stage, uh, it is the mobile operator who has to provide uh, the frequency and therefore uh, knock on the door. It's true that uh, there is a possibility for uh, the, the mobile operators to partner with uh, a neutral host like us, uh, for us to take care about the installation initially of all the infrastructure, all the private network that they may uh, require for to cover a specific area or a specific industry. And if they want, we can also maintain on their behalf. Uh, in fact, uh, we have recently bought a, a, a startup, a company who had already installed uh, 40 private networks in uh, across Europe. Uh, and uh, the reality is that they have agreements with uh, the mobile operators to do so in different countries. And uh, um, you mentioned uh, ultra uh, low latency requirements, and we see that more and more in manufacturing, uh, mainly for automation, mainly for uh, communications between uh, vehicles that might happen across a, a factory. Uh, but we see also growth in transport, and we can talk a little bit further afterwards, and also in everything that has to be with big machineries like mining or oil and gas. Tell me more about that, largely because I can imagine that if I was a CSP and I, was, uh, I had a, a mining company as a client, mm -hmm. that I would want only my equipment within that mine. So where, where does the benefit to Cellnex come in and where does the benefit to the CSP come in in that kind of scenario? What is happening most of the time is that the uh, traditional factories don't have an expert in network. They do have an IT expert. So they are very good in providing services, uh, cloudifying part of the services, but uh, the more that they have um, uh, developed is basically a voice over IP. So a company like a, a mobile operator or like a neutral host could provide expertise in building that network on their behalf. And it's like a sort of outsourcing because we are expert in building networks in general. And also uh, on top of that, if you have the mobile operator, uh, the added value is the type of services that the mobile operator together with the neutral host could bring. Uh, because uh, currently the mobile operators have the expertise and they have contacts with not only uh, application providers and services providers or product providers, but also integrators. 
How will neutral hosts help fill in the gaps in rural coverage? 5G frequencies are incredibly high power, but they have shorter wavelengths. They require more cells. Yes, uh, that, that, that's a, a, a very interesting area that we are trying to also develop. Uh, we have approached this uh, in different manners. And let me just explain uh, a couple of them. Uh, one thing is uh, we, uh, what we are doing, for instance, in Ireland. With Celnex uh, Island, uh, we have developed a website where a, 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 a customer, a, a mobile operator user can go and, and say, listen, I see that here there's a black spot. So there's an area where I don't have coverage. Uh, please consider this area for your next planning. So we receive that. Uh, we have regular uh, uh, sessions with the mobile operators where we explain, listen, there is certainly many of these because sometimes it's not individually. Normally they come with uh, uh, the town hall or and, and we have like a sort of map of potential places where we could support and normally it's in rural areas where we can support the implementation of the mobile operators. So that's one other thing. Uh, uh, and another uh, area that we are deploying is and now that in Europe we are talking about the next generation EU funds and all the, those recovery funds, uh, there is a potential opportunity to invest those funds in building infrastructure uh, and building infrastructure mainly in rural areas, because that will be potentially one of the areas that uh, will benefit from the digitalization and the mobile operator uh, will cover more gradually. And sometimes having a neutral host covering the uh, rural areas, as we mentioned, uh, make the numbers to look uh, a little bit, I would say, happier, a little bit more positive. Uh, but, but it's true what you mentioned that uh, in 5G you have a, a lot of different frequencies uh, and uh, the, the, the solution for the rural areas is uh, the low bands. Uh, the, in, in Europe, uh, they are deploying the 700s. And that's probably what the mobile operator will need to uh, implement to provide uh, coverage in, in those areas. For instance, uh, last week, uh, for instance, in Spain, uh, Vodafone announced that they have started uh, deploying uh, different antennas in the 700 megahertz spectrum. And that will be one of the key points to start covering rural areas as well. So if mobile operators see neutral hosts as a strategic alliance partner and Cellnex approaches a country with a core tenant and then offers services from there, what's one issue that a CSP needs to understand when building a partnership such as one with you so that we can help them to avoid the traps? Yes. One of the key aspects that the operator needs to understand is the different neutral host options. And a one of the options is an investment fund and it's a company that buy your assets you monetize that and uh, and uh, help you uh, uh, developing uh, other areas in our case uh, we are not just uh, an investment fund we provide also our industrial model and that means that we can optimize several things we can help them for instance, in site hunting, because we are specialists in that. We are also, uh, uh, we can take the responsibility of the site owners, the landlord owners on, on their behalf. So they don't need to take to talk to the rooftop owners of the, the, of the buildings and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but also we can try to help them rag, uh, rationalizing their strategy. 
one thing that happens is imagine that uh, we have uh, two antennas together. Our model will say, can we buy those two antennas from two different mobile operators, decommission one and put some antennas on the other side and then uh, leverage on one single antenna. So it's all of these model that is not purely financial where uh, I think uh, uh, when partnering with a, a, a neutral host, you need to consider. But also uh, one of the things that, as, and, and I mentioned uh, before, um, the, uh, one of the aspects, uh, two, two important aspects that we are leveraging as well is one, the capability for us to invest on behalf of the mobile operator. And the second one is uh, the possibility of increasing the usage of that tower. And therefore, I will buy your tower if you allow me to also offer that tower to your competitors. And, and those are the key aspects that the, the, the mobile operator need to consider. So if it's about optimizing assets and offering the ability to share capacity with other providers to save costs, what about stacking neutral hosts? In another episode, we'll be talking uh, about a neutral host that's focused on fiber specifically and rolling it out through metropolitan areas, which would tie into a lot of those towers that you're talking about. Uh, it sounds like the opportunities under 5G in this next generation technology is that partners are going to be working with other partners as well as the CSP. Yes, I agree. Uh, one of the uh, areas that I see that uh, the mobile operators will be working with other partners is the private network space. Uh, and uh, there, uh, it seems to be uh, one of the key aspects why the mobile operators expect to deploy 5G networks. And uh, there's a huge number of uh, different ecosystems, players that can provide uh, support to the mobile operator and the mobile operators are balancing their capacities to include as part of the offering. Uh, and in that sense, uh, we see already a lot of uh, different companies willing to uh, experience and willing to pay for uh, building the private networks uh, services from the mobile operators together with, with Cenex. Let me just put you a couple of examples. Uh, so we see uh, in the airports that private networks are very important. Uh, and we have implemented, for instance, uh, private networks uh, together with the mobile operators in uh, at the airport of Helsinki. And sometimes we think about the private networks just purely from, okay, this is for providing services to, I don't know, my staff at the airport. But sometimes we forget that the private networks could enable additional business. How about if you use that private networks to provide services to the catering companies in the airport or the logistic companies and so on and so forth. So um, uh, that's why, as you mentioned, uh, the, the mobile operator needs to also partner with key application provider or products or services providers to be able to satisfy uh, the demands of the uh, airport in this case, because uh, sometimes it will not, it is not about just providing the private networks, it's what comes behind the private network. So as we know that infrastructure as a service frees up capital to invest in new value-added services, the 2020 to 2025 CapEx outlook, according to the GSMA, for network infrastructure is $1 trillion. 
How much of that is going to be neutral hosts such as yourselves rolling out these types of infrastructure as a service offerings? And how much of that $1 trillion do you think is going to be the CSPs having to open up their wallets? We are part of uh, Evia. Uh, Evia is the European Wireless Infrastructure Association. And uh, we have been um, uh, studying uh, what will be the, the long-term investments of the entire industry in Europe. And to give you a, a, an approximate figure, we are talking about uh, uh, 160 billion euros will come from neutral host to implement uh, 5G infrastructure in general. So if you see, the rest will come from the network operator because uh, there, is, uh, there is no only need to implement new antennas and new masts. The mobile operator needs to, to change also their entire core network and evolve uh, towards uh, different capacities. Sometimes they need to virtualize uh, and also uh, they need to decentralize part of the intelligence and start building those its data centers and its computing capabilities to do local breakout and offering services closer to the user. And that's a lot of um, investment. I can imagine, again, back to the to the chief financial officer at the start of this conversation, if you could cut the CapEx costs 13% at your organization, that's a huge win. It is. It is a huge win. Uh, and in fact, uh, most of the time, uh, uh, the first entry point uh, to make initial agreements is the CFO, because they see the impact of partnering uh, with a neutral host. You can imagine that. If you go to the radio access network uh, department, uh, most of the time they will tell you, why do I need you if I can do it myself? That's a, a good point. And sometimes you see that mobile operators uh, still have some teams that thinks that the tower is something that they must have. The tower is something that is a differentiating factor. So we need to play with all the different teams, but uh, you, I agree with you that uh, the ones that could see quicker could be the CFO. So how does the role of the neutral host evolve as 5G evolves? This is pretty similar to what um, uh, we mentioned before. Um, and let me give you a, a couple of examples. Uh, so as we evolve uh, with the mobile operators to implement 5G, uh, we have uh, started, for instance, to um, deploy uh, small cells in cities. And we have examples of the city of Milano. We have already covered with uh, 277 antennas across the entire city uh, to offer services uh, to the mobile operators. And uh, we have other examples, like what is happening with 14 of the uh, London boroughs uh, where uh, using um, urban furniture, uh, we are offering the possibility to share up to uh, 900 small cells across. Uh, across uh, Hang on, back up. Urban furniture. Are you talking about literally park benches, garbage cans, phone booths, signage? That's what you mean by urban furniture? Yes, uh, 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 I will. I will list in in a different priority. I will say lamppost. Uh, 
Okay. Traffic lights. Uh, you see my point. So it's not about beans. It's about things that are high enough to provide coverage. A signage could be because the height of the of a signage uh, could be interesting for the mobile operators because you need to have a specific height uh, to uh, mount an antenna. So to come full circle, if I understand what we've discussed correctly, neutral hosts not only offer turnkey access with connectivity, but CSPs can reduce the cost of rollouts and the time it takes to build out that 5G topology. The neutral host offers open access, one of the key aspects. Second, that will enable high levels of connectivity. And the last one is that uh, services with neutral host will be faster uh, and deployed, uh, reducing the, 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 the time to market. This has been fascinating. Thank you for your time and insight today. My pleasure. Jose Antonio Aranda is the Global Product Strategy and Innovation Director at Cellnex in Spain. Next time, part two of our focus on openness and neutral hosts, by connecting the towers to the next generation fiber networks being built by neutral hosts with Ben Botry-Jobson of the US-based infrastructure company, SciFi. We'll learn how neutral hosts can provide a fresh backbone to an aging incumbent, and how that relationship evolves as the global 5G build-out continues. We always welcome incumbent providers to work with us, but as I say, the, the, the corporate yeah, philosophy and strategy at the moment for a lot of them just won't align. But it makes an awful lot of sense. Yeah, if you're on an uh, yeah an aging infrastructure in your market, and you've got someone who's coming in to build a competitive network in yeah fiber network, which has got yeah the most resilient, the most reliable, the fastest network, frankly better than the network that you've got, and you don't have to spend any money on it, and you can transfer all of your existing customers across to it. It's a bit of a no-brainer, frankly. See the future. Listen to what's next. Read about world-changing ideas. All by visiting nokia.com slash insights. The Futurithmic podcast with Michael Hainsworth is a Nokia original series.